you guys, it's your girl Steffi G, and that's me. And this is the place to be. This is the show up to go up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more, but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. Just a heads up, I'm doing a 100-day challenge via Facebook Live videos. So the following episode was originally recorded as a Facebook Live video. You may notice that the sound is just a little bit different than what you're used to, but I promise the quality of the content is just as good. So let's get to it. Hey there, how's it going? Today is day 36 of my 100-day challenge, and today I am talking about the concept of tenacity over talent. Well, more so, I want to talk about tenacity in general, but I was reading my Artist Way book, as I have been doing for the past couple weeks, and this week it was an emphasis on tenacity and the idea of how tenacity wins over talent. So you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you don't have the determination, if you don't have the will, if you don't have the discipline, if you don't have the motivation to take that first step, then your talent isn't going to go very far, right? It's all about that tenacity, all about that desire to win and to be better. So it posed this question, which I thought was really interesting. It talked a lot about the excuses that we tell ourselves. And a lot of times we'll say, oh, I'm too old to do this. I've always wanted to learn to paint, but I'm too old to learn to paint. It's going to take me too long. Or sometimes it's, oh, I'm too young to do this thing. Nobody's going to believe in me. I'm too young. So this was the question that the book posed. Question, do you know how old I'll be by the time I learn to play the piano? Answer the same age you will be if you don't. So either way, if you do that thing that your heart wants you to do, time is going to pass either way. You're going to be the same age regardless. So you might as well get better. You might as well start today, right now, let go of those excuses and be tenacious. With the idea of being tenacious in mind, that made me think of this documentary that I've been watching and it is called The Last Dance. And it is so freaking good. So for those of you that don't know, it's on Netflix and it is about the 1997-1998 Chicago Bulls, their last season. Well, not their last season, but Michael Jordan's, um, I don't want to give it away. It's, it's called the last dance because it was, uh, that coach's last season. And so, um, they had a camera crew that followed them around for that last year And Michael Jordan was the star of the team, was the captain of the team. And obviously, he is super talented. But ahead of that talent is the tenacity that is within him. And so I want to talk about some things that I have learned from this documentary. And I have learned about what it looks like to be tenacious. So first things first, I looked up tenacity. And it says, the quality or fact of being very determined, determination. So it didn't just say of being determined. It said of being very determined, determination and persistence. So the desire to win no matter what. Michael Jordan talks over and over again about how he wanted to win 
no matter what at all costs. Even when he joined the NBA, when he got called up to the NBA, he made a proclamation, a bold proclamation, that one day he was going to win the championship. And when he first joined the Bulls, the Bulls were terrible. And so a lot of people mocked him and made fun of him, but he hung on to that and he stayed committed to that goal. And it happened a lot. And so whether you are a basketball fan or a Michael Jordan fan does not matter. Let go of that. I'm talking about being tenacious right here. So there are five things that I have learned about being tenacious and what that looks like. The first one actually comes from Dennis Rodman, who was one of the greatest defenders of all time. And he actually didn't have a lot of experience, but he learned that he was naturally good at defending the ball. And he saw that he had this natural talent, which would have only gotten him so far. So he took that natural talent and he studied, he amped it up. He said, know what you're good at and learn to perfect it. So he spent hours studying and practicing, putting in reps to be better at that thing that he was already great at. So what are the things in your life, in your life that you are good at or that you excel at? And how can you be disciplined and put in time rather than focusing on five or six different things? What is the one thing that you can do? What is that one thing that is going to make you better that across the board will help you get to where you want to go? The number two thing comes from Michael Jordan, and he talks a lot about his obligation to others. He talks about he had an obligation to Chicago, to his parents, to the Bulls, to his teammates, to the fans, and he talks about how that really drove him. And it's the idea of being bigger than just himself and also kind of putting pressure on himself. He wanted to win, not just for himself, but he wanted to win for all of these other people. And so he wore that and he knew that he had to step it up if he wanted to make it happen, not just for him, but for others. He was like the ultimate team player because he not only worked on growing himself, but he wanted to pull others up with him. And he felt a real obligation to bring this win to Chicago. And so with your goals in mind, who are you obligated to? Who will benefit from achieving your dreams, from achieving your goals? Go deeper and think about those things. It's not just about you. It's all the lives that you can change and all the people that you can help along the way. The third thing is discipline. This one also came from Michael Jordan. And after 1993, he went on retirement. He went and played baseball. He came back and he was not as good. When he left basketball, he had been a legend. And then when he came back, he wasn't in the right condition. And so that was the same time when they were filming Space Jam. You may or may not know of that movie. Um, but they were filming Space Jam in, in Los Angeles. And he knew that he really needed to focus on practicing and getting back in shape. But he had this obligation to um, Warner Brothers, who was heading the movie. So he was out in California and he was like, look, I will do this movie, but like, I need a gym. I need time to practice. I need time to get stronger and go work on not only my skills, but also gaining muscle. And so he had that demand and they were like, no problem. You're the greatest of all time. Here's everything you want. And so his discipline 
was so phenomenal. So he would get to set around 6 or 7 a.m., and then they would film for about 12 hours. They would have a lunch break, during which he would go to the gym and work on his strength and do weights, lift weights. And then after his wrap time, he would invite different players to come, and they would have pickup games. And he would play for like two or three hours after filming for 12 hours, and then after those games were over, he would go back to the gym. And he did that for the whole summer because he was conditioning not just his physical body, but also his mind. He really tested his limits, and it was an amazing thing. And one thing that he said was he invited all of these younger athletes, these younger NBA players to come for these pickup games, and he said that he knew that he was off And these younger guys, they had all of this energy, and he needed that energy to help excel his talent. So he knew that there was something that he could do to grow his talent. So that's just the whole idea of growth mindset, right? Our talent is not limited. Our talent is limitless, but we have to be disciplined and we have to work hard to get it to grow. And being around other people that are good is going to help you do that. I mean, that is just incredibly impressive. Another thing that I learned, the fourth thing that I learned from Michael Jordan and this documentary is he created motivation. So he would literally make up stories that someone was like talking crap to him and that would fuel his desire to win. So he would create stories in his head. This might be a little bit controversial, but it works for him. So finding out what works for you, what fuels your motivation, because we all need motivation. And sometimes it's just consistently showing up, but sometimes you need something else. Sometimes showing up doesn't quite do it. Another thing that he would use is if somebody would win like the best all-around player, he was like, I thought that should have been me. And so I was going to show them why I was the best. I was going to bring it. I was going to step it up that night and that day and like continue to push himself. And so finding those things that fuel you, that motivate you, that encourage your growth and encourage you to work harder. The last thing is just his will to win. I mean, it is just tenacity at its finest. So I'm going to tell a story. And I know I've been telling lots of stories, actually. But in 1997, they were in the finals. And it was game five. And they were in Utah. So they were the traveling team. And the series was 2-2. So each team had 1-2. It's best of seven. So this was a pretty crucial game. And they talk about the night before game five, they were in the hotel and Michael Jordan was hungry. And so they ordered pizza from the only pizza place around. And at the door comes like five pizza guys, pizza delivery guys. And they were like, well, this is weird. Normally it's only one pizza delivery guy. So five pizza delivery guys show up. They're trying to like peer in. And Michael's friend was like, I have a bad feeling about this. I don't think that we should eat this. But... Michael Jordan ends up eating the pizza, the whole pizza, all to himself. And sure enough, he gets terrible food poisoning. He gets sick. He wakes up at like 2.30, 3 a.m. and is throwing up. He's got flu-like symptoms. And he has to play game five the next day in Utah, not with his home crowd, with the people that want him to lose. And it was rough. And his mom was like, I don't think you should play. The doctor was saying they didn't know if he should play. But he was like, I'm just going to show up and I'm going to try my best and I'm going to do this. I mean, obviously, it's Michael Jordan. So he's like much more empowering. 
But he was like, I'm going to step up for this. This is important to win and I need to be there. And if I can't do it, I can't do it, but I'm going to try. And so he was really feeling it. You can see there's a lot of footage from that year and he was really feeling it. And it was really challenging. And anytime they would call a timeout, they said that like he would leave his body. He would just have a huge sigh of like exhaustion. He was exhausted and it wasn't looking good for them. And there was a moment when he realized what he needed to do. He realized that it was looking like they were going to lose. And so he internally found something to motivate him and cranked up his notch just a little bit. He was able to go inward, forget about his present day pain and just push through it and do the work. And they said that he did this actually a lot in a lot of different games where just all of a sudden he would turn it on and it was like a magical thing. And that's why he is the greatest of all time, or at least arguably one of the greatest of all time. After that game, I mean, he was super sick. He was exhausted, but he was able to see that big picture and let go of the way he was feeling in that moment, which was terrible, and push through because his will to win was so strong. So this doesn't just have to do with sports. This can be applied to anything. This can be applied to any goals. So those things were know what you're good at and learn to perfect it your obligation to yourself and to others, having discipline to go above and beyond, create motivation for yourself, and have the will to step outside of yourself and to be bigger than yourself. Those are the five things that I have learned while watching this documentary about tenacity. And it is so impressive what he was able to accomplish. Obviously, he has both. But without the tenacity, he wouldn't have got where he was. It doesn't matter how talented you are. You can always get more talented. The tenacity is more important. The tenacity is what gets you started, what keeps you going. It's what fuels you. So how can you be more tenacious in your life? Remember to show up for yourself every single day, regardless of where you are, because if you do, there is nowhere that you can go but up. If you would like some more free resources, head over to my website, showuptogoup.com. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. See you next time.